Fans, Common Sensors, Podcast Consumers, welcome to episode 14 of Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell to the Wall, hosted by me, your absolute favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. We've got some great stuff for you in this particular episode. Uh, lots of exciting stuff going on, actually. Lots of not exciting stuff, but lots of exciting stuff. Uh, so let's just let let's just get into it with our social plugs. Uh, you can keep up with us during episodes, after episodes, for episodes, whenever you so please, and you can do that in multiple locations. One of those would be Facebook. We are currently live on Facebook. Head over to Facebook.com/slash Go Tell It to the Wall. Uh, that's going to be your the best way to keep up with everything. And in fact, there's new announcements that are going up there over the next few days. Um, so make sure you are on Facebook.com slash wall, liking that page and getting notifications. Very important because, like I said, lots of good stuff coming up uh, really this whole week, but especially over the next couple days. Uh, also, you can follow, uh, you can subscribe to our channel on YouTube. And actually, new YouTube content is coming up as well. Uh, so make sure you head over to YouTube, search Go Tell to the Wall, subscribe to our channel. That's where you're going to find all of our beer reviews, all of our mental health Mondays, all of our parenting playlists, and all of the live feeds for Go Tell to the Wall podcast, as well as Common Sense Sundays. And there's some new content up there that just went up. Uh, hasn't even really been promoted too much. We're going to talk about that shortly after I get through some of these housekeeping things. Uh, and of course, you can follow my own personal Instagram account, which is SoCalSean. That's right, S-O-C-A-L-S-E-A-N. Uh, so follow that. That's going to keep you up to date as well. Most importantly, and I'm really excited about saying it this time around because I've been doing some work on it, would be SeanO'RourkeLive.com. That's right, SeanO'RourkeLive.com. Uh, that is your one-stop shop for everything that is Go Tell to the Wall and everything that is your favorite podcast host, me, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. And actually, as I said, I was doing a bunch of work on the website last night and uh, lots of updates on there. Uh, some new videos are up there. Some new photos are up there. All kinds of new stuff. And uh, and, and another new thing I'm going to mention right after I also plug Patreon. Uh, that's right. Patreon is still live up on SeanO'RourkeLive.com. If you have the means to do so and you see fit to do it, please, please support us financially. If you don't support us, support other artists out there on Patreon. We're, we're talking musicians, artists, broadcasters, all kinds of great stuff. Uh, chances are if you follow someone who's not you know, super mainstream, like on a cable network or something, they probably have a Patreon or something similar. Uh, so make sure you become a patron and support them financially so you can keep getting that awesome content that you're most likely getting for free. This is a way for, for struggling artists and broadcasters and everything else to, to actually make some money. All right, uh, speaking of making some money, you can support us on Patreon, but you have another way to support us, and that would be the newly launched merch website. That's right, we now have an official website uh, for Go Tell It to the Wall merch. That's, I mentioned this on the last episode. Finally got the thing live uh, yesterday. I don't know. I've been, I've been just <laughs> trucking through things when it comes to the studio and the podcast and everything else. Uh, so that is live now. It's been posted to the Facebook group or Facebook page if uh, if you're looking for it. Uh, additionally, it's going to be right there on SeanOroqueLive.com. You'll see with all the new updates, one of those updates is the merch tab. Uh, click on that merch tab. It's going to take you straight to our merch store. There's not a ton of stuff on there yet. Uh, there's more coming. We're working on new designs, actually. Uh, I have someone working on updating our, our uh, particular design. I'm not going to say what I like to call it because then someone's going to come back and hit me with a lawsuit. You know, maybe a company that uses a mouse as a logo. But 
we're updating that uh, so that it's going to be able to go on some merch and looking at some new assets for Go Tell It to the Wall, some stuff you'll be able to get on like mugs, t-shirts, all kinds of good stuff. Right now, there's t-shirts up there, there's some mugs, uh, and most importantly right now, there are Go Tell It to the Wall masks up on the merch site, so check that out. Again, just go to SeanOroqueLive.com, click on the merch link, or head over to the Facebook page where you're going to find uh, the, the merch link has been posted, so check that out. Like I mentioned before, this is, this is a new thing for us. Uh, because it was included with our, with our podcast host, uh, Podomatic, it's something new we're doing. Uh, we'll see how it goes. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if there's a huge demand for t-shirts, but if there is, they're available for you now. T-shirts, mugs. You can get, like, I have a nice little mug. Please, nobody get too excited, though. Oh, I just realized that's not even on. There we go. Uh, nobody get too excited if you're looking at my mug on the live feeds and stuff. I mean, you can get excited, but don't be disappointed when it comes in. It's slightly different. This mug is actually a stupid rad merch company mug uh, that I had custom made. So the ones on our merch site are slightly different. We are definitely not cool enough to be on a merch site like, you know, stupid rad. Uh, and as I specified before, the merch is definitely not as cool as uh, like a zombie teeth clothing or anything like that. But if you're a wall supporter, this is a great way to show your support. Stickers are always available, too. That's the thing. Become a patron if you want to get a sticker. We don't have them for sale. We just I have piles of stickers over here. They're just all over the place. All right. Uh, suggestions, submissions. That's right. I mentioned that. The stuff we do in collaboration with Something's Not Right Studios uh, and the, the music suggestions. Uh, don't forget, we are looking for new bands, uh, even established bands that you might want to see a suggestion video for. Or like I said previously, if you have a band uh, that's looking to get a little more exposure, uh, hit us up. Hit me up on SeanOroqueLive.com. Send me the info for that particular band. Or head over to Something's Not Right Studios' YouTube page, and you can direct message them uh, through there or through Twitter. Um, follow the Something's Not Right Studios uh, Twitter account, and you can direct message through there. Send your suggestions. We're working on compiling all that stuff. There's going to be some uh, new videos going out kind of promoting that as well. But make sure that that's on your radar because uh, we're looking for, for new new content for suggestion videos. Working on going to be working on quite a few of those this week. All right. Uh, one more thing before we get into digital trends, and this is a big one. This is a big one that I want to make sure everybody is aware of. Um, we're going to be talking about it uh, over the next few weeks and, and promoting this. Uh, we've actually gotten into some collaboration with a, a, a Facebook group called Last Song Playing, and that's presented by Wayne Smith Music. Uh, this is what it is. is It's a group on Facebook where uh, Wayne Smith, who, who does all the, all the legwork on this, all the hard work, collects bands from throughout the world throughout the world, uh, puts them together into a bracket, and then has a competition. If you're not familiar with a bracket, uh, you know, that's where, in this case, two bands are competing against each other. People are going to vote, and then the winner moves on to the next round, to the next round, to the next round, until it gets down to two, and then eventually down to one. I know. I'm, I, I don't know. I've been explaining these bracket things lately, and I, I always take it for granted that people know what a bracket is, but if, if you don't follow certain things that use brackets, then it's like, what is what is a bracket? Uh, so, there is, a, there is the Facebook group. Uh, make sure you head over. We're going to share the group on our Facebook page as well. Uh, we're we're kind of, I don't want to say we're playing catch up, uh, but I'm trying to schedule out everything appropriately. Uh, so if you're following our YouTube, subscribe to our YouTube channel. You might have noticed that we put together a video uh, yesterday that went up actually doing a rundown of the entire bracket that's going to be kicking off on August 22nd, uh, the actual competition. Uh, now, we put together a preview talking a little bit about each of the bands. There's 32 bands in this particular bracket. This is the fourth bracket that Wayne Smith Music has done, uh, fourth time around. And you're, you're actually, there's some 
some uh, returning bands that have been in other brackets that didn't win, uh, as well as new bands. And like I said, these are bands from around the world. There are bands from Germany, there's bands from Italy, there's bands from South America, and of course bands from the United States, uh, lots of bands from the UK. So check out on YouTube uh, the video rundown that we did. Uh, there, right there, you're actually on YouTube. You're going to find links to the Facebook group as well as the YouTube playlist that features all of the artists competing in this last song playing bracket that is kicking off, like I said, on August 22nd. Uh, despite the fact that it hasn't kicked off yet, you can go and check out all of the bands. The voting is going to open up on August 22nd, so you'll be able to go in uh, to the Facebook group and vote for your favorite bands in each round of that bracket competition. Like I said, uh, it's on YouTube right now. We're going to share all of that stuff to Facebook as well. Uh, it's just a matter of scheduling a bunch of our posts. Sunday's a little bit crazy, so you'll probably see that popping up uh, on Facebook tomorrow. Uh, the video is currently live on the Facebook group uh, for Last Song Playing, but we'll, we'll get it up on our page as well. Probably in the next couple days. It's just a matter of scheduling all these social posts, uh, especially on a Sunday because like Common Sense Sundays goes up and all that good stuff. A couple of things I want to mention, uh, and we're going to talk about this next episode as well. Uh, a couple of things I want to mention, which you'll get this info in that video. Uh, make sure you join the Facebook group, like I said, uh, and also make sure to support these bands on YouTube. So go to the YouTube playlist. Make sure you're watching the videos. Uh, like the, one, the songs that you like leave comments, subscribe to the bands, all of those things. Because what we're doing, these are all very small underground bands. So we're helping, really, Wayne Smith Music is helping to get to get them some, some extra exposure. And then we at Go Tell It to the Wall are just helping to, to kind of move that exposure along. So make sure you're actually checking out the songs and the bands on YouTube in addition to joining the Facebook group and voting on, on the bracket competition. I will say before we move on, and like I said, we're going to talk about this on the next episode as well and kind of update everyone and, and, and have the fun with that. I, I really had fun with the video. Uh, it was one of these things that I'm not used to doing here in the Go Tell to the Wall studio, and it, and it was it was just a lot of fun, and, and I think it came out well, and I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised by a lot of the bands that are in this competition. And in fact, I want to give you a couple of my favorites uh, overall uh, would be the Lausketeers, uh, Heathcliff and Detention. Those are the three bands out of the 32 that I particularly like the most. Now, that doesn't mean you're gonna, you should like them the most. I am not a music expert. Uh, I, I have a particular taste in music that, and honestly, most people don't like my taste in music. I'm a, I listen to crappy punk rock and ska and, and that kind of stuff, and so it's, it's just, no, people aren't usually super into <laughs> my type of music. They are in the scene. Uh, you know, a lot of my friends are, but, uh, but as far as, as far as, like, your mainstream, it's, it's really, not, I'm not, my music's not in the mainstream, so those are the bands I like. Doesn't mean those are the bands you should like. Go formulate your own opinion. Find some new bands. Uh, again, last song playing, presented by Wayne Smith Music. Check out our video on YouTube. Check out the YouTube playlist, which is linked from our YouTube channel, uh, and then we'll get all, all that stuff posted, if, especially if you, know, if you don't use a ton of YouTube. We'll get all that posted to the social platforms um, over the next day, day and a half or so. All right, moving along. See, that, that's, I wanted to make sure we are focusing on that. I didn't even put it in the entertainment section. It's a big, big initiative we're working on. It. And the important thing is supporting uh, artists out there, especially these, so these all artists, even large mainstream artists, big acts, uh, are struggling right now because they can't perform live. And it, it's especially hitting hard, these small bands that play these small venues on the weekends and everything else. So in order to, to give them some exposure and, and help them out, this is the time to make sure you go through and you watch their videos, interact with the band on social platforms, uh, and buy some damn merch. I've been saying buy merch <laughs> since the... I mean, I always say it, but I've definitely been saying it a lot since the, the inception of Common Sense Sundays here uh, since COVID started. 
All right, moving on to some digital trends. Digital trends, stuff trending on the social platforms, digital platforms right now. Uh, one of them that's extremely important, and I've talked about it uh, on an episode before, uh, but trending right now is hashtag USPS protests. United States Postal Service protests. That's right. Uh, if you live in the U.S., even if you don't live in the U.S., you're probably aware of what's going on with the with the post office right now. Uh, when I had first brought this up a couple of weeks ago, it wasn't really catching too much steam, and since then it's really grown and people are realizing that this is not right, what's happening with the USPS. Uh, so if you're interested, go on there, check this out. You're going to see quite a few protests. I know one of the protests, actually, uh, some people went outside of the Postmaster General's home uh, to protest all of these ridiculous changes, which, and again, I'm, I'm not an expert in this field. I'm still learning kind of as we go. So this, you know, I, I'm not going to sit here and, and try to give you correct information. What I will say is to go through, learn, see what's going on, and see what you can do uh, to, to help save the post office because regardless of where you stand on anything we need the post office how, how the hell are you going to get birthday cards you know and, and and i've said this before go look at the price differences between sending a letter uh, through fedex or ups versus the post office it's astronomical it is astronomical absolutely so make sure you are aware of this because this is this is something important uh you know, and everyone's so worried about our democracy right now and that is incredibly important as far as mail-in voting but just in general we need the post office we need it it's, it's something that is essential for us here in the United States. Um, so, so please, please make sure you're, you're informing yourself on these kind of things. All right, another hashtag going around right now. This one I really like, uh, and I mentioned it briefly on the last episode because it is August, and this is a monthly campaign by Punk Rock Saves Lives. It's hashtag badass women campaign. Hashtag badass women campaign. Hashtag badass women is kind of an evergreen hashtag that people like to share on social platforms for women that are doing great things. Uh, and this Badass Women campaign is an entire month that Punk Rock Saves Lives is promoting badass women who are doing great things in the community, uh, you know, whether they're musicians in the music community, whether community service, whatever it might be, uh, there is a large mental health aspect uh, to what Punk Rock Saves Lives do as well. So make sure you're checking out that hashtag and liking the Punk Rock Saves Lives page on Facebook. They do all kinds of great stuff. Uh, I know I've mentioned that before, but it's it, it's a great organization, nonprofit organization, and the things they do are just fantastic. And chances are uh, there's a lot, there's artists that you enjoy listening to or, or watching or interacting with that are also involved with Punk Rock Saves Lives. So, so make sure you're, you're checking them out. And also the hashtag Badass Women campaign uh, floating around the, uh, the social platforms right now. All right. This one. I came across this one today. Just today. And it's funny. We don't get political here at Go Tell It to the Wall. We only use common sense. And I will say this is a common sense situation. There is a hashtag floating around right now. Hashtag Vote Red 2020. Hashtag Vote Red 2020. That's right. I saw this trending and I was like, oh my, oh my. Now, don't get me wrong. I know there's still plenty of people out there that are going to vote for the Orange Menace. I get that. I, it's hard for me to wrap my head around, uh, but I know they're out there. I was pleasantly surprised by this this one. Don't get put off too much because obviously there are some people sharing it who are very diehard supporters of the GOP here in the United States of America. But this one definitely got co-opted. Uh, you'll be pleasantly surprised if you go to... Uh, to, to check out this hashtag because it, it was definitely co-opted by the opposite side uh, who's kind of using common sense to point out why it's probably not the best idea, this hashtag. <laughs> All right, moving along. Hashtag wrong Trump. Hashtag wrong Trump. I don't want to make jokes here. Uh, I never like to joke about death, but I will say I always inject common sense in these situations. And these, these are times when people get offended. In fact, there was a post going around 
uh, on a group I'm in weeks ago when it and it was a teenager's birthday party and they had a, a Donald Trump pinata, an orange menace pinata. And people got so offended. They're like, what is it? What is this hatred that you're teaching and everything else? And I sat there and I looked at some of these people and I, and I kind of clicked in the, the stuff they'd been posting in this group. And I went, so if it was an Obama pinata, you would have been fine with it. It's a double standard. And here we have an absolute double standard. Um, I'm not going to agree with this hashtag, hashtag wrong Trump. It, it, it's sad when anybody passes away. You know, I, I feel for the, the Trump family. I do. I, I do. However, the outrage that's coming against this hashtag is completely unwarranted. And you know why? Because we are talking about a, a president, in finger quotes, an orange menace, who has done much worse himself. He has stood up on a pulpit giving a speech and talked about somebody who had just died looking up at him from hell. I'm sorry, once you have done that in public, you are not allowed to complain about a hashtag that clearly people feel passionate about when you have actually killed, been the cause of death for people in this country. That's the bottom line. So I'm not going to defend this hashtag, but I will say, look at the hypocrisy. Look at the double standard when it comes to stuff like this all the time. He threw the first punches. You can't complain about a hashtag when you've been spewing that vitriol all this time. You're not allowed. That's a double standard. All right, more digital trends going on right now. Hashtag fire tornado. Oh, man. Yeah, a real thing. Not like Sharknado, not a weird movie or anything. This is a real thing. We've actually got three very large brush fires going on here uh, in the L.A. area. Uh, I, I'm, I, I can't even speak for all of Southern California or Central California. we got three of them in the L.A. area. I've been getting ash on my porch here. Uh, none of them so close that my house is in danger, uh, but, but large fires. And yesterday here in Southern California, we had a, a, some fire tornadoes actually pop up. Fire tornadoes. These are tornadoes created by the fire weather. Uh, and and it's, it is it is what you would think. Uh, if you want to see some crazy photos, go check out hashtag fire tornado. And, and it is what you think. It's a, it's a tornado of fire. Fire season is already here in California. We're going to have a long one. Uh, and we are in the middle of a heat wave, which is making things even more difficult. Uh, it, it's going to be a long fire season. Uh, I've been there for anyone that that follows the podcast, you know that, that my parents lost their house to a, a large brush fire in San Diego in 2003, the, the Cedar Fire. Uh, so I don't, I don't take fire lightly. I don't take fire lightly. Luckily, with, with these three fires, we, there have not been a ton of structures in danger, uh, and the firefighters here in California have done a great job uh, to, to minimize the damage from those fires. And one more thing before we move on to the last, last digital trend here. Uh, for, the, for the burners out there <laughs> that are like, oh, yeah, no, we see those little, no, 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 no. If you're sitting there going, no, we see those fire tornadoes out on the playa and stuff, go look at the pictures. Those, it's those fire tornadoes times a thousand that we get out on the playa with the little weather patterns that come through there. It's, it's not the same. It's not those little dust devils with fire in them. It's a fire freaking tornado. Oh, man. Uh, one more I want to share with you. Hashtag my only fans gets to see. I don't even know what this is. I see this floating around. And some, one of the wall fans out there, common sensors. What's the deal with OnlyFans? Is this is is this like a porn thing? And I don't mean to be insulting if someone out there has an OnlyFans thing. I just I don't really understand it. I saw this hashtag uh, floating around. I think I'm sure some people are taking them seriously. Uh, this hashtag, but some people are also having fun with it. Uh, and and so if you if you want some comedy out of it, because like I said, I don't understand this Only OnlyFans things. It's something weird. I guess maybe you pay to get pictures, which which is fine. Like do you? I'm I'm not insulting it. I just I. 
don't understand it, didn't care enough to do the research on it, but that's floating around. And I will say there are some funny ones on there as I was looking at this hashtag. Uh, people having fun with it. People that clearly don't have whatever this OnlyFans stuff is uh, or, or joking about how they could not have an OnlyFans thing. I don't, I don't know what it is, but I'm sure it's not something that I should have and would be useful to me. I don't think anybody would pay money to see photos of me. You can see them all free. All right, COVID updates, COVID updates. We are seeing some improvement here in California, little slight improvement. We still have a long way to go, but California is, is, is finally turning a corner a little bit. Um, but of course, we still have so many people out there. I mean, Jesus Christ, I, watch, I watched my tenant go to fucking church this morning, and I'm just like, like really, is, is church the most important thing you need to do right now? Um, so we're nowhere near the end, but at least we are seeing a little bit of a, of a downsizing in the numbers here in California. Uh, and maybe next year I'll actually be able to go to a goddamned concert. Oh, yeah, that's what. Hang on. I got to make a note here. Speaking of concerts, I forgot to put that in my notes. Very important. All right. Uh, so that's happening. I will say if for those of you that want to kind of see a read about a firsthand experience, there's a journalist here uh, for the L.A. Times. Uh, he, he works for the L.A. Times, but he's actually nationally known. Uh, if you watch ESPN, you'll catch him on there. Um, he's, he's a sports writer, but you'll catch him on there nationally as well, but he's based here in LA. It's Bill Plaschke, Bill Plaschke, who writes for the LA times. Uh, he was actually putting out articles talking about how we can't have an NFL season, how we can't have a college football season. We can't have college sports at all in the fall. Uh, it's just too risky. And he was getting some flack from other sports writers who were saying, why, why, why are you being so negative about this? Well, he finally had to come out and say why. And the reason was that he got COVID. Now, Go read his article if you want to get like firsthand experience information. But there's a couple things I want to share with you on this. And this is, this is why we have to continue to take this seriously. So Bill Plaschke uh, didn't leave his home for, for five months uh, other than to go to the grocery store. Didn't leave his home at all for four months. He had gone to the, hadn't even gone to the grocery store for four months. Now, two weekends in a row after L.A. started to open up, they opened up patio seating at some restaurants here. Bill Plaschke, two weekends in a row after not going out at all and actually having a negative COVID test, you'll find this in his article, had had a negative COVID test, went out to eat on a patio, which was allowed in the current climate where we are here in Los Angeles. This wasn't against the rules. He didn't break any rules, went and sat outside and actually caught COVID from one of those two times sitting outside because that was literally the only time he was outside caught COVID did everything he possibly could but went to sit outside at a restaurant got COVID and he did not do well with it we're not talking asymptomatic COVID we're talking like holy shit worried he was gonna die oximeter on his his finger all that everything and he said and I think the important thing to hear that people aren't realizing he said the scary thing is when he goes in the doctor and the doctor says you have COVID and he says okay what can I do and they're like nothing go home he's like well, well what do I do if it gets worse and they said go to the hospital that's all you can do it's terrifying you might be fine but even if it's a one percent chance of you dying that's terrifying it is and you're all alone you get COVID you are quarantined you don't have family around you you don't have anyone to even take you to the fucking hospital if you end up having to go to the hospital. You call an ambulance. Let medical professionals take you. That's the stuff that people are just discounting in this, in this, with this COVID. They're discounting that. It's terrifying. Maybe you're not scared, but you need to read stuff like this to understand why it's scary. 
And that's what it takes for a lot of people is for them to actually get COVID or know someone that gets COVID. That's what it is. I mean, it's become such a damn political thing. We don't even it's Herman Cain dies and it's still a political thing. It's it's just astounding to me. It should never have been a political thing in the first place. It's it's a it's a compassion thing. It's a it's a human health thing. That's all it is. So I encourage you, especially if you're someone who's like, oh, it's a hoax. Oh, we can we need to just start opening back up. Go read that article. Understand a firsthand experience of it. And understand why me with a mental illness with obsessive compulsive disorder is absolutely terrified. I can't be quarantined by myself. I can't have my wife get quarantined by myself. My mother or my father, if they get quarantined by themselves, that's all terrifying to not be able to be there for them. That's the thing to keep in mind. It's not a joke. It's not a hoax. It's real. We don't know truly the long lasting effects of this. Stay home. Wear a fucking mask. As far as college football, college football, they're finally coming to their senses. Uh, I know not, most listeners aren't familiar with college football, but you have these conferences around the country in college football because there's there's so many there's hundreds of college football teams. Uh, certain conferences, large conferences, uh, have have canceled football seasons. Specifically, the Big Ten. I know most people aren't familiar with conferences, but the Big Ten would include an Ohio State, a Michigan, uh, the Pac-12, which includes uh, USC, UCLA, those schools. No fall sports whatsoever. They have already postponed thinking about doing it possibly in the spring football and some of those fall sports. We do have a couple other conferences. Shockingly, shockingly, conferences that reside mainly in the South, political thing, uh, who are still planning to move forward with their college football seasons. Uh, specifically, University of Oklahoma, University of Texas uh, for the Big 12, and, and down there in Florida, you have the SEC and University of Florida, uh, Alabama, University of Alabama, a bunch of schools still planning to move forward with this. Here's the thing. University of Oklahoma, their football team, they were having training camp, and they actually did pretty well. They had some positive tests coming in, uh, had one positive test throughout the entire training camp. So what the head coach down there decided to do was give his his team like the weekend off to where they could go home for the weekend. They came back from that weekend break. Nine players tested positive. Nine. Nine. And my wife actually said to me this morning, she said, do you think that's mostly people being stupid? And I said, you know what? I'll give you maybe, maybe even if it's five of them being stupid, it's still four people that simply went home to see their families and came back with COVID, possibly spreading that around a college campus with thousands, thousands. Thousands of them. I'll send you the article, Ma. My, my mother's asking me for the article. Dad might, dad might be able to get it easily, too, because he, he's familiar with Bill Plasky. But I'll send it over to you, and we'll post that article on the Facebook page. Uh, but nine Oklahoma players test positive. Let's get serious on this. We don't need college sports. We don't need professional sports, but especially college sports. We're talking about athletes who don't get paid to do what they do. They don't get paid. You're essentially telling a bunch of teenagers and, and kids in their, that in their early 20s to go risk their lives for nothing, for nothing. And of course, with the MLB, uh, another team had a bunch of positive tests and we had a bunch of games canceled this weekend. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. It's got to stop. We got to stop it. The NFL is not happening. I'm sure most people, even if you're not a sports fan, you've heard of fantasy football. Yeah, I play in a fantasy football league, and, and my little league is like planning to move forward. And I'm like, you guys are crazy. I, I, like, I, no, this ain't happening. We'll, we'll get maybe a week. Maybe a week? Come on now. Bubbles. Bubbles are the only way to go. NHL and the NBA, basketball and hockey are doing it uh, because they're in a bubble. Completely closed off. That's how you got to do it. All right, uh, mental health for this week. I just have a couple things I want to talk about because uh, we are getting a little short on time here. And we didn't have Paul this week. 
Paul is probably, you know what it is? I think he's busy watching the Interrupters live feed that's happening right now. I love the Interrupters, but I'm not changing my schedule for you, Amy and Kevin and Jesse and Justin. I'm just kidding. I probably could have. I was just, I'm so, it's been a crazy weekend. I was up so late last night updating the website uh, and doing all kinds of new stuff and, and working on the merch. It's just been nuts. And I'm like, I got to get in here. And I got, I got more stuff to shoot after this episode. Uh, but as far as mental health, finding resources during COVID, there's lots of organizations uh, doing these things. Uh, Punk Rock Saves Lives is one of them. I mentioned that during Digital Trends here. They've been doing weekly PMA sessions. Uh, so make sure you're following that Facebook that Facebook page. And, and I don't know if it's a page or group. They're two different, you know, they're very similar. But just look up Punk Rock Saves Lives on Facebook. Um, and these kind of things, and there's plenty of other things out there. Sidewalk Project has done uh, some similar things. Uh, these resources are out there for you. And a lot of times, I'm not going to sit here and say it's it's groundbreaking, it's going to cure you or anything, but it may give you some insight into what someone else is going through uh, as far as mental illness, mental health, uh, especially during COVID right now, because it's tough for everybody, especially somebody that, that suffers from a mental illness. Uh, so check out Punk Rock Saves Lives, also the Sidewalk Project, and I will say, I'm I'm disappointed Paul's not here, he's usually on the live feed, uh, but check out Punksylvania Podcast, they they did an interview, and you should check out all their podcasts. I've talked about them before, uh, but they specifically they did uh, an interview with uh, a couple of people from Sidewalk Project, and also with it's the same episode, and also Paul Smith of Zombie Teeth Clothing, uh, talking very in depth about mental health, mental illness, uh, struggles, and, and and kind of ways to overcome that. Again, not going to fix you, uh, but it's that little bit of support. It's that little bit of support. And for me, it helps. I, maybe it's not for you, but for me, it is. You, when you hear someone else talking about it, opening up, and you go, oh, yeah, no, that I, and you can relate to that. And uh, it's not going to fix you, but maybe it's going to help a little bit. Maybe it'll make your day a little bit easier, a little bit better, even if it just puts a smile on your face. Uh, well worth it. And it helps to know you're not alone. Uh, and I think that's why speaking up is important. I've said this for four years. I've said this on Go Tell to the Wall and now on Common Sense Sundays. It's all about education and ending that stigma. You know, a lot a lot of times it's it's just ignorance from people. And I'm not saying using ignorance as an insult. I'm just saying people don't know. And that's where education comes in. It's the same people who, you know, the people that run around and say, I'm so OCD about cleaning my house. It's like, no, you're not. You're not OCD. You're just you're just organized. You're just clean. And I'll say it again. I've said it before. You wouldn't go around and say, oh, I'm I'm so cancer about my home. Like, no. No, you don't just throw around cancer. I mean, I know it can be used as an adjective, but you don't just throw that around like that. And it's all about educating people on mental health and mental illness so that we can break down those stigmas. Make people understand that they can be insulting, that they can be marginalizing an entire group of people. Uh, and I also, this has been happening a lot. We're going to talk parenting. Uh, but before I move on to parenting, nice little segue here. Uh, parenting with mental illness. I know this can be a challenge for a lot of people. And uh, we actually did a parenting with mental illness video uh, which is featured on the mental health playlist there on YouTube uh, so go check that out if you're a parent and, you're, and you've been struggling lately uh, again it's not going to fix everything but that that's based on my own experience and kind of my own tips navigating parenting uh, while you're dealing with mental illness that's on the YouTube page so make sure you check that out for sure all right some parenting to get through we got a little bit of entertainment we're going to go over time this week that's okay I'm just I'm all over the place I'm tired but I'm in that like weird adrenaline tired where I'm just going to kind of power through everything that was me last night I was like I was pounding a beer and <laughs> working on the website it was it was, it was pretty excellent my wife's falling asleep on the couch next to me and I'm just like just in a mode uh, but parenting my kid my three-year-old has definitely reached the afraid of the dark stage 
she's also using it as a bit of a stall tactic for, for bedtime, but she's definitely reached the Afraid of the Dark stage. In fact, I went into her room last night uh, to give my, my round two of good nights, because that's what we do in my house. Just uh, don't even get me started. But to give my final good night for the night as she's laying down in bed. And I go in there. Uh, five different light sources are on. Five. Five different light sources. She's got a flashlight. She's got one of those uh, star things that, that shoots the stars up on the ceiling. She's got one of those... Uh, the, the baby, you know, the toddler timing clocks uh, that wake, wake sleep clocks, if you're familiar with those. Uh, and then we also put in a, a uh, Himalayan salt uh, lamp because that is now her nightlight. So I go in there and last five different things on. I'm just like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> uh, and then on top of that, which is which is extra fun. Granted, that's late at night, so it's it's not as risky. But we're experiencing a heat wave right now. It was a, it was over 100 degrees here in Los Angeles yesterday, which is which is very uncharacteristic uh, for my area of Los Angeles. If, if you're familiar with Los Angeles, the valley hits 100 degrees quite a few times during the summer. Uh, not Los Angeles Metro, which is which is where kind of the area where I am. Uh, so because of that, we have uh, rolling blackouts uh, to conserve energy on the power grid because everyone's running their air conditioning. Uh, so fortunately, we haven't had any rolling blackouts here. And, and I was thinking about that as I was coming to the studio. I was like, well, I'm going to go on the live feed. And if it just cuts out, then so be it because <laughs> I lose the Wi-Fi uh, and, and I lose really everything just shuts down if we did get a blackout. That's happened once uh, on a podcast and we had a quick kind of brownout, was able to put, pick things back up. But of course, my kid is just turning on everything in the house as we're having rolling blackouts during a heat wave. Lots of fun. Uh, recommendation for a new show that my kid has been loving, and it's been around for a while, but uh, I hadn't really actually watched it, and, and my kid is now obsessed with it. Uh, oh, <laughs> and now, and here's my mother, uh, my three-year-old's grandmother, who is, who is apparently sending more lights. Thanks, Ma. More, more lights for the bedroom. She's going to love it. It's just, I'm going to go in there. It's, it's like a freaking rave. <laughs> it's like Burning Man late, you know, late at night on a on th- on a Thursday during Burn Week. Like only half the audience understands what that means. Uh, Tumbleleaf on Amazon. My kid is absolutely obsessed. This is it's a it's a great show. It really is. It's educational, uh, the right amount of educational for 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 toddlers, uh, even a little older than toddlers. Uh, but it's it's also very just it's beautiful to to watch. It, it, it's. Stop motion animation, but they do a fantastic job with the scenery, with the characters. Uh, so it's just, it's great. Um, like I said, it's for kids, uh, but it's something that you might find yourself watching if you turn it on for your kids. I, I found myself doing that the other day. I, we don't watch a ton of TV in my house. My kid gets about a half an hour a day uh, at most. You know, we'll, we'll do a movie night on the weekends. It's like a half an hour. So, But that's, like, I put that on late in the day as I go to cook dinner uh, or, you know, clean the house or something, doing laundry. So I don't always sit and watch it with her, but Tumbleleaf, I find myself like, ooh, this, it's, just, it's just beautiful to look at. Uh, and then the content is fantastic for kids. So if you haven't checked that one out, check out Tumbleleaf. Uh, it's, it's on Amazon. It's Amazon Prime. So if you have Amazon Prime, which we know most of, and I'm not sitting here trying to give more money to Bezos, but if you have Amazon Prime, uh, that's included with your Prime membership, and you can watch it there on Prime Video. Oh, Speaking of Amazon, my wife decided to order something from Amazon. If you've got kids at home, depending on their age, this might be a good idea for you. Might also be a bad idea if you don't have a ton of room. So my, my wife comes out like a, uh, like two weeks ago. and she's We have a friend who's, who's all about the trampoline workouts. You know, you, those small trampolines you see with the bar. So my wife's like, oh, can, can I get one of these? And I'm just, and I'm like, I, you know, and it wasn't, that's the funny thing. It wasn't so much my wife saying like, oh, can I go spend money on a trampoline? Because that's not the thing. It was more of like, uh, how, how mad at me are you going to be if I bring a trampoline into the house? And I'm just going... My house is just, it's full. Of, I got kids' toys everywhere. This, this studio, my wife's taken over my studio during the week. It's its madness, and I'm just going, ah, 
I can't. Uh, and, and another part of my mental illness is literally claustrophobia. I get very claustrophobic in certain situations. So, and I was like, you know what? It's fine. I'll deal with it. And she, and my wife goes, it's a folding trampoline. I was like, okay, cool. If it's going to fold, I can put it under the couch, get it out of the way now and then. Thing comes on Friday, and we go to build it Friday night while my, my kid's asleep, thankfully. And it's like, all right, let's get this thing built because my kid is very excited about trampolines too. Uh, and that was the thing. My wife was going to use it, but my it's also my kid can use it. We go to put it together, and I was like, oh, yeah, it is folding. But they deceive you with these kind of things. Because if you're familiar with the trampoline, you know, it's it's a spring, like a pad, and, and then there's usually legs that hold it up. Well, it has like eight legs that all screw in, and in order to fold it up, you got to unscrew the eight legs. So it's like, well, I'm, t- I'm essentially taking it, and the, the top part folds. I'll, I'll give it that. But I'm essentially taking apart and rebuilding this trampoline every time I want to put the damn thing away. <laughs> every time. Uh, but I will say, the look on my kid's face, she's been obsessed with it uh, since yesterday, since she woke up and was like, here's a trampoline. Absolutely obsessed with it. So if, if you've got kids of, of a certain age at home and, and you need to get some energy out because they're, they're not going to school, they're not going to the playground or anything else, I would recommend the trampoline. Just know that uh, if you're looking at folding ones, probably not going to be as foldable as you as you might imagine. <laughs> That's what I'm dealing with now. There's basically a permanent trampoline in my living room uh, along with just ridiculous amounts of toys. My, my kid, it, I don't want to say my kid is spoiled, but she's got a lot of freaking toys. They're just all over the place. Toys, toys, toys. And big stuff, too. She's got, like, a shopping cart and a stroller. You know, all play stuff. And she's got, like, a table in the dining room. And, oh, my God. And, and honestly, I want my kid to have everything possible. It's just I hit some days where I'll go walking through my kitchen into my dining room. And I'm like, I literally can't walk through here. You know? Like, the stepping on Legos is real. And it doesn't stop at Legos. You're stepping on all kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. Little people aren't fun to step on, either. The, you know, the Fisher-Price little... None of that. Barbies? Oh, God. Th- that'll cut right into your foot, as well. Watch out. Watch out. So maybe trampoline. It's it's keeping my kid entertained. So I'm willing to sacrifice the space and, and the pain of folding it up just for that, especially right now because there's not a lot of stuff to do. Uh, in fact, one of my, one of my, my daughter's friends, uh, it was her birthday. I don't know if it was her birthday today, but she had a virtual birthday party uh, with, with uh, Bob Baker marionettes today. And that's the world we're in. That is the world we're in. Paul, I'm very disappointed in you for being late you're catching it toward the end. Uh, yeah, we'll see. That's what, Today was the day the day for you to be here. Paul Smith just now joining the live feed. Uh, Paul Smith of Zombie Teeth Clothing. Um, but it's okay because I'm actually, I, I, I do have another mention of yours. Uh, but also the official artist for Barstool Preachers. So for those of you that don't watch the live feeds, you don't see it. But I am wearing one of Paul's designs on my shirt that he did for the Barstool Preachers EP. Uh, this is the When the World Ends shirt, which is very important to me because my daughter and I are actually in that music video. But of course, I have all I have all of Paul Smith's, uh, Paul's uh, Barstool Preachers designs, including the Peanuts one. I know I mentioned that before, but I, I didn't know that you did the Peanuts one when I, when I ordered it. <laughs> like, and I didn't order. Laura ordered us Peanuts shirts. We do this back and forth. I've got two Tim... Uh, Tim figures sitting over here, and they're not both for me. One's for Laura. We always combine our, our orders, which is just smart because you save on shipping. Um, but I did mention, I was talking, that's what, I, what Punksylvania podcast, Paul, I caught up, freaking loved it, your episode of Punksylvania uh, with the ladies uh, from Punksylvania podcast. Uh, streaming wars are ramping up as far as entertainment goes. HBO Max and Peacock have launched. I've been talking about this since the beginning. Yeah, yeah, definitely do, Paul, because t- I talked... Uh, Talk Punksylvania and some good stuff. Uh, I've talked about this since the beginning. Since we knew all of these streaming services were going to pop up, 
and it's just getting exhausting at this point. But Peacock and HBO Max have launched. Uh, there's other streaming services that are launched. It's just it's just too many to keep track of. Um, although right now it's funny because I have a feeling they're getting more subscribers now because people are just desperate for content. You know, I, I nobody's ever going to reach the end of Netflix, but when you put one cool show, uh, you know, on a, on a certain streaming platform and that's going to entice a subscriber, you know, so uh, know that those are out there. I cannot keep up with them. Uh, more entertainment in COVID. The Venomous Pinks did a live stream yesterday. Paul, did you did you rewatch today? Uh, I assume they had it up for rewatch, and I was I was watching it live while I was in the studio doing a bunch of work yesterday. Um, check that out. I'm sure they have it posted after the fact on Facebook. They did an actual live feed, all of them together. They were socially distanced in one place, uh, but they were all together playing uh, on Facebook. And if you're not familiar with Venomous Pinks, uh, I've mentioned them before. They played Bernie Sanders rally there in Arizona. And if you'd like more information beyond just checking them out on social platforms, uh, Paul did a interview with them on the Zombie Teeth podcast, which is available on Spotify. We've talked, we always, we've mentioned Zombie Teeth a bunch of time. Uh, available elsewhere. I, I listen on Spotify. I'm sure it's one of those things where if you have a podcast, those of you not familiar with it, uh, use a podcast host and then that host kind of sends out your feed everywhere. So, you know, I get messages now and then people are like, hey, do you know your podcast was on blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I didn't even know that was a podcast platform, but I'm glad it's there. Um, so, so Spotify for sure, but elsewhere, uh, if you use different podcast apps, uh, you might be able to find it there as well. Uh, the Interrupters live stream, they were live streaming today. I didn't even know they were doing it. Uh, until I saw it, and the interrupters, they're blowing up even more, even more, uh, and I think part of that is the Umbrella Academy, they actually had their bad guy cover featured in an Umbrella Academy episode, I don't think I've gotten to that episode yet, I'm like three or four episodes into the second season now, um, but I think that's, that's got them blowing up, in fact, I saw a bunch of articles coming around that was like, meet the interrupters, you may have heard their song on Umbrella Academy, <laughs> it's like, I, I like that they're getting recognition, but part of me was like, could, could we... They got so many songs. Now they're going to be well known for for covering a Billie Eilish song. It's like it's not in the top of my songs. I don't I don't hate it, but I'm I'm. It's not in the top of my songs as as far as uh, tracks from Interrupters. It's just it's just not. Uh, Punk in the Park. That's right. We are getting updates from Punk in the Park. Paul, you are going to be enticed to maybe somehow find a way to make a trip to California. Maybe the preachers will be able to travel by then, and they'll just bring you along, and they can have some. Some shows out here uh, because April 2021, Punk in the Park, bands being added. No Effects has officially been added to the second day of Punk in the Park. I believe I might have mentioned that before on the podcast, uh, but just this past week, another band was announced being added to Punk in the Park, and that would be Me First and the Gimme Gimmies. Cool thing about Me First and the Gimme Gimmies that I didn't realize. Um, I was I was never a huge fan. I I went to a lot of Warp tours. I've seen Me First and the Gimme Gimmies quite a few times. I don't know that I've seen them since like the very early 2000s. Uh, I was seeing them in the 90s uh, when it was when it was Fat Mike and, and Joey Cape and uh, God, whoever else was in there. But the interesting thing that I didn't realize, and maybe some of you are aware of this, uh, Stacey D from Bad Cop, Bad Cop is actually playing with me first in the Gimme Gimmies now. Uh, so they're going to be playing Punk in the Park next April, April 20, April 2021. Uh, I believe it's the last weekend in April. I'm still already ticketed because I was supposed to see this see this festival last april then i was supposed to see it in august <laughs> none of that happened uh so so check that one out if you're interested because uh, that's going to be a great one and I'm, I'm part of me is hoping i was actually talking to my sister laura yesterday or day before whenever it was uh part of me is hoping that because me first is has been added and stacy d's playing with them uh and it's a two-day festival that possibly bad cop bad cop could get added 
I'm just gonna I'm gonna keep posting all of them, Paul, so that you're you're gonna be like, man, I wish I was in California. And honestly, it's a little bit of revenge because I see all these great shows, and and you guys are gonna UK is gonna get shows before we do, like no question about it. So it's gonna you'll be able to shove it back in my face when when I'm just waiting a year for actual shows. Oh man. All right, uh, I'm going to save this for next episode. We are way over. I had a feeling this was going to happen. It's just one of those things. Uh, make sure you are checking out uh, Last Song Playing, presented by Wayne Smith Music. We're going to... it. it my rundown of all the bands is currently on YouTube, but we're going to get those shared on all of the social platforms in case you're having trouble finding it. Uh, it's just a matter of scheduling everything. We have so much stuff that's going up um, over the next couple days. And also make sure you are checking out SeanRourkeLive.com and... Uh, yeah, see, that's what I didn't realize she was. Paul, yeah, see, Paul was aware that Stacy was playing with them. Uh, that was just, it was news to me, and it's funny. Laura said the same thing. She's like, I didn't realize they were playing, or she was playing with them. Uh, but SeanRourkeLive.com, make sure you're checking out all the updates there, uh, all the new stuff that we just posted. I'm going to be doing some more work on that over the next two days, uh, and specifically our merch store, which you can access through SeanRourkeLive.com, or it has been posted to our Facebook group, facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. Um, and make sure you are subscribed to our YouTube page. Lots of new content coming your way on that. Uh, specifically, like I said, last song playing presented by Wayne Smith Music and all the collaborative stuff we are doing uh, with them as well as Something's Not Right Studio. So make sure you are subscribed. Uh, and help us out on Patreon if you can, if you have the means to do so. Uh, you'll find that right there on SeanOrourkeLive.com. All right, that is going to do it for me and episode 14 of Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell It to the Wall. I am, of course, your absolute favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. And remember, Wall fans, common sensors, no matter what you do, no matter where you go, no matter who you're with, and no matter why you are doing it, always, always use common sense. <laughs>